Hello, welcome to Roger Pan episode 189. This is Brandon Chin, and I'm broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today, I renewed my visa for another year in Japan. And it was funny, I met a dude that's been here 26 years in Japan. He's from London in the UK, and he's a white guy. He's older, and I'm 27. So he's been in Japan as long as I've, almost as long as I've been alive, as I've been alive. And he can't speak any Japanese. But he says he's learning. And so I just found it quite humorous because, uh, humorous and a little bit of disappointment almost like, damn. But disappointment, of course, in the fact that he hasn't taken accountability a responsibility to learn the language of the, his adopted country or country that he chose to live in. And maybe it's not like other places where you can, um, where it's okay, where you can get by in another language. I mean, he can get by, obviously he's gotten by in Japan with only English, but I'm... I'm pretty sure, because I've spoken to other people too that have can't speak Japanese but are married to Japanese, usually women, and um, have children and families, and they can't speak the language of their children. Like some, it's just so, it hurts me because some fathers can't speak to their children because they don't know any Japanese, and it's. Just, for me, it's just, there's no excuse. I mean, there's too many resources now for you to um, say that you, it's all, it comes down to effort and discipline and desire. Do you really respect the culture enough to learn the language? And are you willing to put the effort in to do it? I mean... Like I've spoken on other podcast episodes, a lot of Western dudes, especially white guys, just come to find Japanese women. And not necessarily for relationships either. Uh, some of them have accidental babies and uh, end up having to have families or what have you. But, um, you know... I just think it's uh, when we're when people go to another country and live in a different culture, one that is not their own. I think it's important to learn the language so that you can do your best to assimilate. Otherwise, and I think that's why I think that's why there are a lot of problems when people go to other countries. And when I say problems, I mean miscommunication. Uh, etc. And I mean, there are there are good ways and bad ways to to make that assimilation process smoother. I think like detaining people just because they're from a different place and forcing them like forcing them to learn the culture in a brainwashing type of way is not the right way. Um, Obviously, the, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not uh, expert when it comes to how 
to have foreign populations transition into another country. But, uh, well, there's no but. I'm not an expert. And at the same time, I think that you can still be humane and educate people on how to educate and encourage. Because I think that's another part that's missing is like, you know, with any type of learning or teaching, you have to have the motivation part. It's necessary. I mean, learning Japanese for six years now, the only reason I've come this far without giving up is because I've had a desire to connect with the culture and the people. And that's why a lot of people fall off the, what is it? What's the cliche? What's the, what's the phrase? Fall off the tracks. That's why they fall off, because they don't have any reason to continue. That's why people, you know, don't go through with their New Year's resolutions. How about you? Are you continuing with your New Year's resolutions? I mean, if you don't have your why, clearly, and also if you can't build proper habits, uh, well, habits actually have to do more with your why than the how. It's all about transforming yourself into another person, the person that you envision. And if you can't, first of all, have the vision in the why, then you're not going to make it, no matter how many alarms or uh, environmental changes you make to make that habit real, if you don't have the core why or the motivation to transform yourself into a different, a higher level of yourself, then it's not going to work. And I think that's what um, is missing with a lot of dudes, Western dudes in Japan, because they were coddled when they first came. You know, it's they were aliens, the first... You know, most of them came over in the 70s, 80s. Maybe not the 70s, let's say the 80s. During when the money was flowing, it's called the bubble. And then the big bubble happened. And then things went to shit. But, I mean, at the time, I don't think there were so many Japanese people here long term. And uh, the first guys, I'm sure most of them were white. As as long as, uh, as much as, as much as of the people it's past midnight but uh i I say it as if it's like it justifies my slurring (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with being a white guy i'm just saying there's there's um there's benefits and you can think of that as much as you will but you know when you see it from the other side and usually the people that disagree with the fact that the receiving benefits are white guys is because they most likely feel some type of guilt or shame about said benefits and don't want to have don't want to remain accountable to the fact that you know especially in Asia white people are worshiped cuz that's been that's what has been propped up as a standard for success, beauty, whatever you want to plug into that blank. And like I said, there's no problem. I have white guy friends, white friends. Um, and the fact that, of the matter is that, you know, a lot of these 
white guys that came in the 80s that are still here today were coddled and uh, worshipped. And they're used to that type of treatment where they don't have to really adapt or change their ways. Rather, they expect people to adapt to them and change their ways. And then, but it comes to bite them in the ass because later down the line, they can't speak a lick of English of Japanese. And they really do become like second class citizens because now there's a bunch of other people coming in that are dedicating themselves to learning the language and the culture and are surpassing them. And they're getting older too. And so they just fade, the energy fades and they don't have the, the physical motivation to do anything. And that's just how it, that's just how it's moving now. But whoever's coming to Japan, I recommend that you uh, learn a little bit, even a little bit, just the basic greetings. Japanese people are very forgiving. But I think if you go to any country for an extended amount of time, the ticket into people's hearts first is the, the communication, right? And if you can't speak the language, um, then it's, it's, uh, it can come off as disrespect as well. And uh, I'm all about the connection, baby. That's why I'm here. I'm here to connect with people. And I understand the importance of communication. It, the communication unlocks all the doors. And you really can't get anywhere without relationships. So think of that as you will. <laughs> but uh, I want to provide keys to those doors for Japanese people. So if you're interested in Japan, but you can't speak Japanese, I have a bridge for you. And that is exclusive interviews with local artists and entrepreneurs where I can send those stories to you via mail and a handwritten letter, in fact, including my printed book of the month. So you get fresh novels every month based on my daily experiences here in Japan, so that you can touch Japan from your home. And also live calls where you can talk to these artists and myself about the content and go deeper into Japanese cultural principles so that you can learn from your home. So if you're interested in that, you can go to www.brandonchin forward slash raw. Or if you want a free book, just go to the brandonchin.net forward slash block, B-L-O-C-K, and type in your email address and you get it right there. As always, share this link with friends and people that you think, uh, you know, maybe need to be more tolerant of different types of people around them or that you want to suggest uh, to travel, what have you. Or that are learning languages and understand the importance of forming connections with people from that country. Copy this link and send it to them. I'm sure they'd enjoy it. My slurring, especially. Uh, I'm going to go take care of that slurring and go to bed. So take care of yourself. And uh, yeah, that's it. Goodbye.